Once again, I find myself reflecting on John the Baptist today. He says, uh, are you the one who is to come or should we look for another? How often have we found ourselves saying something similar to this? Are you the one I should trust in, Lord? Having given all of ourselves to something, our marriage perhaps, or our job, or our relationship, or school, or learning some skill, or investing in some goal or some project, and not seeing the fruit, not seeing the thing come to fruition. John the Baptist did all he was supposed to do, right? He, he followed what the Lord asked him to do. He did everything according to the plan, and yet he ends up in prison today. And we know later he gets executed. We have to be ready for that outcome, that God's plan is bigger than just us, is bigger than just my need to see the fruit. The most fruitful and valuable weapon in the Lord's hands is one who is totally willing to give all and to be obedient unto death, like his son, like Jesus did for us. To give all for the other is a sign of love. When we always act with the mercenary intent of expecting payment for any service that we render, it reveals a heart that is focused on myself. Even in what I offer, I do it for myself. Even if it's a good thing, there can be that way of approaching it. I realize I have a heart that is mercenary, oftentimes. I want to receive, I want to collect interest on any investment that I make in my life. But that's not how God loves me. I'm not willing to sell my life for love of my Lord. I'm not a loyal soldier willing to die. I'm a mercenary oftentimes, expecting payment. I see it in my own heart, and it is not what I want it to be, but it is what I am. I'm not a patriot. A patriot is willing to die for love of something or someone. A mercenary will fight when it's profitable, or run or surrender when the life, their life is on the line. The Lord loves us fully and without any of that mercenary motivation. This is a truly painful way to love. It is a beautiful way to love, a pure way of loving, but one that is hard to find. I think that's why I admire St. John the Baptist so much. I don't think he began with a perfectly free uh, heart that was free from that mercenary sort of intent. I think he got there by the end. He did want to see the fruit. His question today reveals that, right? That he was saying, are you the one? Are you the one? Why did I do all of this again? Tell me why did I sacrifice so much for you? Are you the one? Did I waste my life? Have I given all of myself to these toils in vain? What we see is a transformation. The Baptist has his heart transformed. I can easily believe that when he began his preaching, he saw the power of God at work converting hearts. He would have easily begun to think that everything was going to go swell, right? Everything was going to be as he desired it to be. Conversions would come. He's going to do what God had asked him to do, and soon the Messiah would come, and we'd be off to the races sharing the fruit, sharing the victory of what God was going to do. But what occurred, what occurred instead is that he ends up in prison, and then waiting, right? Waiting and waiting, wondering. It would be easy to begin to doubt. Was this sacrifice worth making? And to regret making that sacrifice. And so he sends word to Jesus asking the question, is this what was supposed to happen? Is this, did I do something wrong? At least that's how I interpret it. 
And Jesus basically sends back the word saying, yep, you did it all right, and this is what happened. This is the will of God that you are here suffering in this moment. That would be a hard truth to accept, wouldn't it? But it also, also fills me with hope because it's okay to do exactly what God is asking to perfectly carry out the Lord's will in my life and end up at the cross. In fact, that is where he leads us very often. The Lord leads us there with hope, though. I truly believe John went through a transformation. In the end, he understood and accepted that this was how God chose to save him. So some takeaways for me. If I am led to the cross, if, if like John, I do everything right and end up at the cross, it's not that I have done something wrong. It's not that I should despair, or rather, I can accept that this I can accept this with open arms and say, Thy will be done. I think each of us, each of us in our lives, there is this struggle that we are led to. In some way, the Lord leads us to some great testing of our will. And we are challenged to see God's love in it. In that moment, we can either say, This was a mistake. This is not what I intended to do. The Lord has abandoned me. That can be one response. Or we can embrace the great sacrifice which we are being asked to make, a sacrifice which costs us everything and accept it. We share in the sacrifice of Christ and are transformed by it when we do that. It moves us from having a mercenary heart, a heart that looks after itself, to a place of fiat. Thy will be done. May it be done to me according to your word. Why does the church offer us these readings today on this day when we are supposed to rejoice? Sunday of rejoicing, Gaudete Sunday. We rejoice because we are preparing to receive the Savior, right? That we're, we're moving closer to Christmas. The one who helps us, the one who saves us from our selfish ways. The one who comes to show us a way to freedom. It is a road fraught with many pitfalls, a road that will require everything of us but a road that leads us to salvation, a transformation of our own hearts. Today, we get an understanding of what that road looks like when we look at John the Baptist. We, we can see with our own eyes, we can walk in with eyes open to what the Lord calls us to. It's not for the faint of heart, but it is a beautiful transformation, a truly beautiful work which the Lord wants to do in each one of us. In different ways, but in all of us, he asks us to go into this. And for this, we can rejoice, because the Lord comes. He comes to lead us along that path, just as he led John the Baptist, as he led Joseph, Mary, as he himself walked. We are called to follow along this path, which they have all walked before us. Lord, teach me, teach me and help me to show me how I can follow you. For I cannot go along this road. I am afraid to go along this road. I wish I were brave like John the Baptist. I wish I had the heart of Joseph and your mother. But it's just me. I, who you know to be a weak and selfish soul. But today, I can give thanks for a, a Lord who loves me enough to show me, to give me a chance. I can ask that you lead me along this path, even though I am not strong enough to endure it. Maybe. Maybe like John the Baptist, I can experience that transformation. And my heart can be moved from that of a mercenary to that of a patriot.
that I may say, Thy will be done.